So, good morning and welcome to this week's episode of Everlasting Resilience. My name is Adonis Ilsing. We will still be talking about a little bit about emotions today, feelings about emotions, about how to proactively deal with feelings and emotions. And of course, to be able to connect to the source of a negative feeling or emotion. I want it to be a more, much more practical session today, so it's going to be kind of like a workshop like the one we did a couple of sessions ago, about a month ago or a month and a half ago, about how to be able to reframe our mistakes and how to be able to reframe the past. So a little bit of context. So for those of you who've been listening to the podcast, you know that I am both a life coach and an executive coach. So I do coaching for basically for companies, whether it is leadership coaching or let's say customer service seminars, how to give better customer service, how to work as a team. I do team building sessions. Nevertheless, I am really inspired by spirituality and really inspired by also having an inner journey. What does it mean an inner journey to be able to have a better relationship with yourself and with your source? Whether you believe your source to be God, or the creator, the light, Hashem, Jesus, the Virgin Mary, Allah, whatever symbol or, or whatever deity you identify with, I believe we all come from the same source from the same being, from the same energy. And we are basically here to manifest more of that energy in this physical earth. So whether it is that we want to manifest much more prosperity and abundance, not only for yourself, but for the people around you, whether you want to manifest a particular healing in your body, in your mind, you want to manifest that healing not only for yourself, but for the world, or let's say more love, more peace. We know that we have the situation in Ukraine. We know we have the situation many people are, are going going hungry, many people are going homeless with the inflation. We want to manifest much more success, much more peace, much more a feeling of holiness, but holiness with an, not with an H, but with a W, like Rav Berg said, the feeling of being complete, the feeling of being whole. We want to manifest that not only for ourselves, but for the people around us and for everyone in this earth. So basically, how do we do this? We do this through the power of consciousness, through the power of the fact that there is something deeper in our mind than our thoughts. And where does resilience comes in? Where resilience in my life came in when I was basically, uh, I went through many, many stages in my life. I went through addictions. I was detained a couple of times in my life. I, a couple of uh, times I was detained in Panama in the United States. And we, we need to be able to get back from those mistakes. We need to be able to reframe our mistakes. We need to be able, I, I, I love this phrase that's from a song, in, in a Latin song, caerse permitido pero levantarse obligado, which means that basically if you fall down, if, if basically you have a mistake in your life or you had a you had a failure, maybe you have, maybe your company went bankrupt or maybe your relationship went sour, we need to be able to have the resilience, the effort and the desire to get back up and to try again. And the fact that we had, let's say, a depression or maybe there was a loss in our life, maybe there was a death in our life, how can we reframe those feelings? Of course, we're talking about feelings, we're talking about emotions internally, so we are able to push ourselves to basically get back up and be able to, you know, try again and try again and try again. And I think that it is um, really important to be able to to change the perspective of why what happened happened. And that is what I want to talk about today, about feelings and emotions. So what is the impact or the value of a negative feeling? I think that, you know, post in the post-pandemic world after 2020 and with everything that's begun on right now, if you're in Panama or you're Panamanian, you know, then last couple of weeks, there's been many protests and social unrest in Panama. And uh, I do have to tell you that I think it was 
last week or, or maybe 10 days ago, it really got to me. Like, it really got to me. Like, you know, uh, roads were closed. You know, many provinces in, in other parts of Panama couldn't get food or couldn't get medication. And, you know, the, they were burning tires. They were burning vehicles. I mean, it, it got it got really uncomfortable and it got kind of scary at one point. You know, we need to be aware of how this, the news and everything is going on around us can affect us internally. And I think that the whole world went through this in 2020 when, you know, the, the COVID was, was the outbreak was in the peak of the outbreak and people were, you know, closing down economies, closing down airports, closing down businesses. And you feel like, you know, what's going on with life? What's going on with the world? I mean, it's like, you know, <laughs> what do I have to do? You know, it's like huge wake up call. I came to think about it this week. Like, what is the value of those feelings? You know, what, what are they there for? You know, what's the message behind those feelings of lack or or emptiness or fear, you know, or let's say that, you know, you have this relationship with your boyfriend or with your girlfriend or with your spouse, and you suddenly feel that, you know, maybe the relationship is going a little bit sour, maybe it's ending, maybe you feel that your partner is cheating on you, or maybe you feel that your partner is, is not telling you the truth and, and you feel inside you know this 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 feeling of lack or emptiness you know like what what's going on you know where i was able to draw the stability and the foundation in my life maybe i can't draw that foundation in my life you know you know what when there is social unrest you know i was i was uh seeing some news in china that that people were a bit angry with the financial system and the banks in China. And, you know, you know, banks, I know it's not really logical, but banks give a sense of security. You know, if I have, say, let's 500,000 saved up in the bank, you know, that gives me a sense of security, you know, my retirement, my savings, whatever. So when I can't access that, you know, mentally speaking, I feel that I can't access my security. Same with my spouse or with my husband or with my wife. If I don't receive love or I don't receive attention or I feel that my partner is cheating on me or holding me back, I, I feel disconnected from that sense of security, of stability. For some other people, it's, you know, it's a stable job. I was talking to someone, you know, I do career mobility coaching and, and helping people basically get their job or, or expand their professional, their, their professional careers. And I was talking to this guy and he said, no, I, I want a job that gives me stability. I want, I want safety. He mentioned the word seguridad. I want safety. And, and, you know, I, in that moment, I didn't mention in the coaching, but, but I, I come to think about it. Why do we attribute safety or stability to something external? You know, it's like you're bound to do that. Then you're bound to someday in your life, whether it's a spouse or your father or your mother or the government, you know, or Bitcoin or the Dow Jones industrial average. That is everything external. So I think that one of the messages of what's going on in COVID and what happened in Panama in the last couple of weeks is we are all 100% accountable for our feelings of stability and security and having that sense of foundation, you know, the, the sense of being held, the sense of being taken care of. That is not the responsibility of neither a job, a corporation, you know, or T. Rowe Price or J.P. Morgan Chase that has all of your life savings and your retirement fund. We need to be able to self-sustain and here is where once again consciousness comes in with our connection with a higher power. Once again, if you are Catholic, if you are Christian, if you are Muslim, if you are Buddhist, you need to be able to find that sense of stability and protection and safety with your higher power. Not in something external, a spouse, a father, a mother, the government, Bitcoin, your 401k, because all of these things can come tumbling down. 
So when when these things come tumbling down, you know, as what happened in Panama or what happened with Bitcoin in the last six months or with inflation or let's say, you know, Hasbe Shalom, you know, you lose your job, you know, from one day to the next, you lose your job. Then you know what happens? That the feeling of self-worth also comes come, comes tumbling down. And what does it mean, self-worth? You know, it's, it's something really, really interesting. Self-worth. How much do I think that I am worth? And for this, and don't worry that I will come back to the fact of, of, of feelings and emotions because all of this is connected. We talk about price versus value. You know, I always put this analogy in my seminars and, you know, sometimes I even do it in person. In, in Panama, in, if you're in Panama, you're, you're, you know, Calle 50, Via España, there's, uh, there's guys who sell roses in the, in the red lights. And, you know, you sell a rose, one daughter, two daughters, you get your red rose, you get your pink rose, you can bring it to your spouse, to your girlfriend, to a friend, to a sister, to your mother. So, so the cost of the rose, you know, technically speaking, dollar-wise, it's, you know, one dollar, two dollars. You know, if it's, if it's Valentine's Day, it can go up to five dollars, you know, hashtag inflation. But what's the value of the rose? And what I mean about the value, that's the intangible feeling that your spouse, your girlfriend or your sister or your mother feels when you give her that rose. Completely uncalled for. Not because she asked you for the rose. But because you had a desire to give her the rose. When you receive that rose, how do you feel? You know, instantly you smile, you smile and you feel, wow, this person thought about me. That's so cute. That's so nice. You know, I feel happy. I feel valued. I feel seen. So that is the value of the rose, the intangible of the rose, not the cost one dollar two dollars of the rose you know same thing with the iphone when the iphone came out you know 10 12 15 years ago you know the cost of the iphone you know was 500 700 800 you know up to now it's like 1200 dollars. but the value of having the first iphone in your group of friends was like wow you know i feel so important you know it's like a status symbol i feel so i feel so technological you know so so that is the value the intangible value that the person feels that the the benefit that the person feels when you have that product so now let's bring it to feelings and with emotions so we all find amazing value in happy feelings and happy emotions you know we feel excited when we're with our family when we're with our friends you know you're out for a drink or you're out for some dinner or you feel that you know you gather around your family and you you know you see your loved ones and your kid around we have amazing value for those positive feelings we feel that we enjoy them we feel that they bring happiness positivity and fulfillment to our lives nevertheless what about the negative feelings though have you ever thought about that what's the value we have the price and we have the value we know the price you know the price is that what we pay what what the feelings cost us which the negative feelings sometimes cost us we don't want to get out of bed we don't feel that life is worth it we don't want to continue with our relationship with our business we don't feel motivated to go outside and do a, a work and do you know maybe a report or maybe do some prospecting for your clients you don't feel motivated you don't feel the va the fire the zas of going out and enjoying life so what's the value of having those feelings have you ever thought about that is there a positive benefit to having one of those feelings in the book of the Zohar, that well, it's a book that was written over 2,000 years ago by a Kabbalist called Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, there was, um, th th there's a, a, a part in the Zohar which, you know, I would love to read it textually. Nevertheless, I don't have that book with me right now. 
Nevertheless, the message of that part is something that resounded upon me deeply, deeply in the middle of the pandemic. So Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai is walking with some sages, with some teachers. He is asked, what is the purpose of darkness? You know, it's a, and it's a deep question. You know, what, what, what's the purpose of darkness? And what, what is darkness? It's, it's pain. You know, it's when we feel the lack of enjoyment. When, let's say, we, we have, we are pressured for money. Or maybe we, we had the loss of a loved one. We feel, you know, has Shalom, there's a health issue. So what is the purpose of darkness? And Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, you know, with, with his amazing certainty and his amazing connection to a higher power, he says, the only purpose for darkness is to be able to reveal more light is to be able for us to do the work of revealing more light. And I know that this may sound, you know, a little bit, you know, platonic love. But when you think about it, when you see what's going on in the world, you know, once again, inflation, Ukraine, social unrest. So what is our role when we talk about what, what are we supposed to do? We need to be able to be accountable for the darkness in our life and transform it into light. So once again, when we have this negative feeling of sadness, of I don't want to continue with my with my with my company of why is my husband cheating on me or leaving me and i feel the darkness and i feel the pain and i feel i just want to let it go and i don't want to continue that my friends is the exact moment where we say you know something this is not real and the purpose of this is for me to step up my game and reveal more light and what does it mean practically to step up my game and reveal my light meditation Maybe I can do heart brain coherence. Maybe I can do mindfulness meditation and be the observer of the thinker. If you know what I mean, if you don't know what I mean, please go ahead and Google mindfulness meditation to observe the thought on the third person, not to be the thought. You are not the thinker, as Eckhart Tolle says. You are the observer of the thinker. Maybe you can pick up some Zohar. Maybe you can do some theta healing, but to be able to connect to a higher power. And as I said earlier, your higher power is your rock. Once again, whatever ideology or whatever religion or whatever system you want to follow, you want to be Christian, Catholic, Muslim, you want to be Jewish, you want to be whatever, Hindu, Buddha, it's okay. I, I, I am not saying you need to follow a particular current, but the fact that this negative feeling is like your alarm clock. You know when your alarm clock goes off at 6 a.m., 7 a.m., like, okay, you need to wake up. This negative feeling is your alarm clock. Hey, 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 you need to connect to your higher power. This is time so you can reveal more of that love in your life. This is time so you can reveal more of that persistence and resilience in your life. It's not a time that you're going to, you know, go out and have a drink and, you know, let everything right away and, you know, tomorrow's going to be a new day. No, it's a time to connect. It's a time to say, I won't give up. It's a time to say, I want to reveal more of that infinite energy of love and of abundance in my life and in the life of others. We're not here alone, my friends. We are all connected on a quantum level. So the more I am able to observe the fact that that feeling of emptiness, of sadness, of depression, of anxiety is a wake-up call from my higher power, from my higher self, you know that when you talk about the chakras, we know that the last chakra connects to my higher self, which is like my corrective self or my Christ self or my Buddhist self. Maybe this negative feeling is a wake-up call from your higher self saying like, hello, I'm here. I want to come down. I want to reveal myself and my infinite abundance and health and prosperity in this physical world. Therefore, how much are you being in affinity with that higher self? 
How much can you create more peace and more wholeness in your life? How much can you be able to overcome that sadness and know, remember, not, not about thinking or believing, but about having the certainty, certainty and knowing that your ultimate destiny is with your higher self and is to become one with your source. If it would be a mathematical equation, you plus your source, you plus your divinity equals one. So therefore, this negative feeling of sadness or of emptiness, the value is that you are able to bring down even more of that source into this world. Ah, so therefore, the more sadness I have in my life, the more potential I have to bring happiness. The more frustration or the more anxiety I had in my life and these feelings of, I am not worthy, I cannot do it. I cannot find value or love or success in my life. Therefore, the more potential you're able to bring more light. This is like, for example, alchemy. For those of you who read the book from Paulo Coelho, The Alchemist, what does it mean to be an alchemist, emotionally speaking or spiritually speaking? That we are able to transform lead or rock or whatever low energy or sadness or low self-worth or not wanting to live into gold. And what does it mean gold? Light, happiness prosperity, fulfillment. And once again, then the value of it is the fact that you have this amazing, let's say, raw material of low negative energy and sadness that you are able to transform or refine into this beautiful diamond, into this beautiful gold. So how do we do this? Once again, I remember that I told you I want it to be a workshop. So now that we know that if you have sadness, if you have this negative feeling, you have the raw material to create gold. So let's let's do the small workshop. Once again, if you're in your car or if you're working or whatever, please be able to pause the podcast. You can continue later. So let's do this small workshop that I did myself in the last couple of weeks and I want to share with you. So what does it mean for you to have an ideal life? And once again, I'm not talking maybe about goals, you know, I want to make 100K a year or I want to manifest this. No, what, what does it mean to have your ideal life emotionally speaking? What are the emotions that you relate to having this ideal life? You can do some bullets or you can do some ideas. What does it mean to have an ideal life internally speaking? For example, you can ask yourself, what do you want to change? If you want spe specific things in your life to change, okay? So you can write it down. What does it mean to have an ideal life? What does it mean to feel enough? Many people say, oh, I'm not enough. What does it mean to feel enough? What do you want to change? So the first thing that we need to be aware of, and once again, this is conscious, this is about awareness, is that this that you want to change is part of the present moment. It's part of what right now, in this moment where you're listening to the podcast, it is something that already is, something that already exists. The first step that we need to do, ladies and gentlemen, my friends, is to recognize that this right now is real. Recognize it. I want you to see it. If you want to, you can close your eyes and you can imagine that you're looking in the third person and this thing that is right now you want to change, I just want you to acknowledge it in your life. I want you to see it. Don't let yourself think about it or analyze it or have feelings of shame or of guilt. I just want you to impartially be the witness of this. Don't resist it. I want you to acknowledge it and see it. Don't analyze it. Don't label it. I just want you to see it. So if I would ask you what is wrong with the present moment, what would you say? Once again, I want you to witness it. Don't analyze it. Just let it be. 
just acknowledge it without a label, without judging it, without having a negative feeling. What is wrong with the present moment? Just acknowledge it. Let it be. So if these things are wrong with the present moment and you would believe the negative thoughts that your ego said to you, that your little voice in your mind said to you, what will you believe about yourself? Listen to the question. So if this is wrong with the present moment, you know, the fact that maybe it's a relationship issue, maybe it's a money issue, maybe it's a health issue, and you would believe the negative labels that your little voice in your head said, what would you believe about yourself? What would you think about yourself, about John, about Peter, about yourself? What would you believe about yourself? For example, I'm going to give you my example and be a little bit vulnerable. So if I don't have enough money for X thing or I don't have a relationship for Y thing, what is my ego going to tell me about myself? Maybe that I'm not enough. Maybe that my higher power is not listening to me. Maybe it's that I'm not a good enough student or a good enough entrepreneur or a good enough whatever professional you want to say. So once again, I want you to witness it. Don't give it an interpretation or a label, okay? And we need to be able to, let's say, walk through this knowing, knowing that this is not who you are. You are the observer of this. You are deeper than this. If this would be a movie screen, this would be the content of the movie. But you are the observer of the movie screen. You are the witness of the movie screen. It does not mean anything that you are feeling or thinking this. It does not mean that you are either good or bad, that your past was good or bad, or that your future is good or bad. I want you to acknowledge this in the present moment, and I want you to walk through this, the fact to know that you are really the observer, therefore you are deeper than this. This is not the truth of who you are. This changes in time. I don't know if you realize this, and I know that time is relative, but these feelings of not being enough or whatever the ego or the little voice in the head wants to tell me, it changes from day to day or from week to week. Therefore, it is not real. You are the consciousness or the awareness behind these thoughts. You are the consciousness or the awareness behind these negative feelings. They are not real. So once again, you can close your eyes. You can acknowledge the fact that your ego and your little voice in your head says these things to you. And once again, I want you to acknowledge the silent presence or the silent witness behind these thoughts and behind these feelings. Take a deep breath. Feel the presence. Once again, non-judgmental, non-labeling presence and allow it to be just as it is. So now let's go back to the second question. What did you want to change in your life? What would happen if I would tell you that those things that you want to change in your life are, are only a symbol, an external symbol to an internal feeling or state of consciousness. So if you would want $500,000 or $5 million or $10 billion, it is only an external symbol that will validate an internal feeling or state of mind. And I want the happy family and the happy what This is everything okay. It's okay to desire this. But once again, we need to conquer from within. What would be the internal feeling or the internal state of consciousness that you want to achieve by having the 10 billion or by having this instant healing or by having this happy family? And once again, I want you to close your eyes and acknowledge that this internal feeling of having the 10 billion, of having the instant healing already resides within you. Once again, in your consciousness, in your awareness, I want you to have a deep breath and say thank you. Because everything that I don't like about the present moment is only a wake-up call. 
so I can bring in more success into my life. And this success already exists within me. I want you to observe it. I want you to feel it in your consciousness. You have felt this way before. The same feeling that you are looking for with the 10 billion or with that happy family or with that feeling, healing, I'm sorry, you have felt before in your life. It is inside of you. We cannot desire anything that we haven't felt before. So connect to that inner feeling, to that inner state of joy or to that state of consciousness of peace and security. And remember, we are 100% accountable for that feeling of peace and stability and security. Not the job, not our spouse, not a family member. How can I ask my higher power to co-create this feeling, this state of consciousness, of joy, of fulfillment and of security? Acknowledging, acknowledging that it already resides within myself. Deep breath. Thank you. I love you. Thank you. I love you. So once again, you can repeat this many times during your day. Just acknowledge that in your heart, in your consciousness, already resides this stability that you are looking for. If you want to download it, quote unquote, like Theta Healing, you can ask your higher power to show you, creator of all that is, can you please show me what it is and what it feels like to feel stable, to feel happy, to feel joyful from your understanding and your point of view. Please show me that I already have it inside me, that it's in my being, that it's in my feeling, that I deserve it, that I deserve it, that I'm worthy of it, that I am willing and able to manifest it in all areas in my life, in all languages that I have spoken, that I speak and that I will speak, and that I can manifest it with ease, with swiftness, and with dignity, according to your divine plan. Thank you, Creator. It is done. It is done. It is done. Remember, we create our own reality from the inside out. Yes, we can have the 10 billion. Yes, we can have the amazing family and the amazing health. But we need to recognize that that potential lies within us. Therefore, the value of the negative feeling is to be able to have a wake-up call and to know that our higher power is calling us to manifest more love, more prosperity, more light, more peace, not only for ourselves, but for our community and for the world. You guys have an amazing rest of the week. We will be repeating the show once a month now, and I wish you the best. And if you need any help, please be able to DM me at arroba conciencia, or you can search for my webpage, www.jpskilson.com. Remember, it all depends on you and your relationship with your higher power. Your consciousness creates your reality, as Raph Burke said. Have an amazing rest of the week. Bye-bye. Thank you.